This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton on the Zoom call this morning. Very, very, very happy to have with me Melissa Wilhelm, who is the uh, development coordinator for the Salvation Army in our in our East Central Illinois area. She, it's Champaign and Vermilion, correct, Melissa? That's right, Linda. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for taking time. I know you're busy. Salvation Army is always busy, but you're certainly busy this time of the year. Um, so we appreciate you being with us. Um, Let's let's talk about the elephant in the room uh, first off and get that out of the way with for now, because uh, we're not going to go into depth uh, on it. But as we know, some of the local stations have been reporting some reporting carefully and some reporting carelessly uh, about the big controversy with the Salvation Army. You want to explain what's going on and, and how you view that from the, the local level? Absolutely. Well, first, thank you for bringing it up because it definitely is an elephant in the room. And I wasn't sure whether you were going to hit that nail on the head this morning, but I'm glad that you did because I think it's so important that our supporters know that we're committed to loving and serving all of God's children. And I, it's just interesting, the messages and comments that I'm getting back. There just seems to be a lot of confusion. So I would absolutely love to talk about that. It's really the gist of it is some individuals and groups they've attempted to mislabel our organization. And, you know, I think they're trying to serve their own agenda in most instances. And then a lot of it is just misinformation. People that maybe don't even have an agenda that are just reading something on the internet that are kind of putting their own language into it and commenting and kind of jumping on that bandwagon. So it's just really been really crazy powerful for me uh, and a big eye-opener and really terrifying in regards to see how things get twisted up so quickly based on people's comments and things of that nature. But essentially what's happened is, you know, um, the, the International Social Justice Commission, which was established by the Salvation Army International Headquarters more than a decade ago, its purpose was to raise awareness of human rights issues around the globe and to help individuals with the Salvation Army better understand these issues and meet them in their own communities, which I love that. I don't know about you, but I am all for that. I love sure. open discussions and all of these things I think can be really great. Keep in mind when, when, when uh, organizations like the Salvation Army have open forum discussions and things get noted down, um, and then they document that things can get out of whack very quickly because, you know, people say things and they may not represent the, the organization. So someone can say something in an open forum discussion that is not a Salvationist or not someone who even supports the Salvation Army, uh, as someone in a community in a land far, far away, because that did not take place here in this country, um, that get just kind of gets out of whack. So um, essentially... I think it all came to this um, recently issued Let's Talk About Racism guide, which led some to believe that they should apologize for the color of their skin and that the Salvation Army may have abandoned its biblical beliefs for another philosophy or ideology. It actually started in an open letter to the Salvation Army posted on Facebook on November 1st, commenting that someone commented that it 
in quotes, it rapidly became clear to this person that the TSA had fallen for critical race theory, lock, stock, and barrel. I don't know about you, Linda, but I hadn't even heard of critical race theory until this all well, happened. No, I, I've heard about that before. Uh, it's been it's become a, a touch point for an automatic uh, response without even any thought as to what it's about or what it means. And most people who talk about it really have no idea what it means. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you, we respect and value the new unique views and beliefs of everyone, including that person that made that comment. Uh, but the Salvation Army beliefs are and always have been rooted in scripture. That includes our complete rejection of racism, which is in stark contrast to the biblical principle that we're all created by the image of God. So, you know, we, we're not... Um, we're going to stay consistent with our mission. I mean, this is really bad news. It's really awful that this is happening at such a critical time of the year for us, but we're not budging. Um, we are who we are today and who we were yesterday, and our mission remains the same because we're confident in the power of the gospel and because millions of vulnerable Americans need our help. So we're, we're not going to let this distract us from our mission. And we remain deeply grateful for the support of a generous public, people from all walks of life uh, and from all parts of the country who help us meet human needs wherever it exists. Our supporters know, I think, that our message is of love, even those who disagree or attack us. That is the model set by Christ. And we strive as an organization to follow that every single day. So well, and what's yeah, well, and what's important is that um, you all here at the local level are focused on the local issues in the local communities. This whole controversy is up at the federal, national, international That's level, right. and and so we've got to see what's going on there and understand it and try to talk about it and work through it. In the meantime, y'all need to go about your business and help the people who need help. And I will say that out of this controversy. I very rarely agree with Dan Calkins, but I did admire the fact that he yeah. not only gave money, but he's going to ring bells and he's and he's saying, put this aside and let's help people. So uh, kudos to him for, for deciding to do that because, again, we get buried in this babble of insanity yeah. Yeah. Um, that that we're in now that no matter what happens, there there's a knee jerk reaction and everybody takes sides and everybody starts firing. And half the time, nobody even knows what the heck they're talking about. That, that's so, it, that's it. And let's it focus, means, yeah. Yeah, how powerful. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the internet can be, social media, um, media in general is just so powerful and it's really, I mean, it's just been a big eye-opener for me. But let me just make this final statement, Linda. Absolutely. Talk about better things. Um, I just want to make it very clear that the Salvation Army does not endorse any contemporary theories, um, including critical race theory. And I really had to research that to figure out what it even meant. But, you know, the, Christian, the Salvation Army has always been a Christian organization and apolitical. You know, we don't side in, with any particular political party. We have officers that are that are liberals, we have officers that are Republicans and everybody in between. And that, and I love that about the Salvation Army and we will just continue to stay in that lane. Absolutely. And um, we're gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and go to break here in a, in a minute or so, Derek. 
Um, I think that we'll go ahead and do that so we don't open another door and, and then have to stop you and <laughs> tell you, I'm sorry, Melissa, you can't talk anymore. <laughs> so we'll we'll go ahead and get the break out of the way, out of the way. And then when we come back, what I would like to take a moment to do um, as we roll into what all the Salvation is Army is doing right now for the holidays. I'd also like to spend a, a couple minutes talking a little bit about the history of the Salvation Army because we have generations of folks now who yeah. don't know how this all started, where it came from, yeah. what it's about. And, uh, you know, years ago, we were, they, Salvation Army was still doing the, the donut thing and, and, and it was very high profile. That hasn't happened for a while. So we need to talk about what your mission is and what you're really about. So we will do that in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton on the Zoom call this morning with Melissa Wilhelm, who is Development Coordinator for the Salvation Army, uh, an organization that has been around for a very long time. Um, and so let's talk about that for a minute, uh, Melissa, because I think um, literally there are generations now of folks, younger folks who really have no idea. They just know the Salvation Army's always been around. There's always red kettles and people are ringing bells and that's about all they know. And they and you help people. But there's a whole lot more there about oh, yeah. the origination of, of the Salvation Army itself and its mission. Can you talk about that for a minute? Yep. Absolutely. So I love talking to people about who the Salvation Army is and what we do, because I do think people associate us with a thrift store. They associate us with the red kettles at Christmas time. But when it comes down to it, if you ask people, they really don't know where that money goes. They don't know, you know, much about the programs and services that the Salvation Army serves in the community. So let me just start by saying we have actually been serving in Vermilion County for 133 years. We've been in Vermilion County longer than we've been in Champaign County. And of course, I work both counties. Um, just to put that in perspective, let me see, I had something on that here. Um, that's almost 60 years before Schlarman and Dak opened around that. <laughs> So a very long time. It was actually five years uh, after after the first Danville Public Library was formed in 1883. So kudos to your awesome library because I know that's such a big pillar there in Danville and just yes, such wonderful is. people represent that library. So we came around about five years after the first library. Um, it was actually 10 years before the Danville branch of National Home for Disabled Volunteer Soldiers planted root in Danville, which is also really very iconic there in Danville and a huge part of Vermilion County. Um, <clears throat> so Salvation Army was originally started overseas by a gentleman named William Booth, who basically decided that um, he really formed what, what, what I call and what we call a street ministry. He felt like people that really needed help, people that were desperate and on the streets were not people that were going to local Sunday services in the church. And so he decided to start what is the Salvation Army, he and his wife, and they went out on the streets to serve the, the 
people that were most vulnerable, the most at-risk part of the population to meet those human needs. And Salvation Army has just been so solid and so consistent. And I think one of the reasons for that is because the Salvation Army just stays very true to its mission. And its mission statement basically is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to meet the human needs in his name without discrimination, period. Um, there is a, a, a mission statement that was revised, I don't know, I think around 40 years ago or so, maybe a little less than that. I should have looked that up, but it's very much the same mission statement. It's just a little bit more summarized and a little more concise than it used to be from the beginning. But with that said, the Salvation Army for more than 30 years now has been in the top four charity organizations worldwide. We are in the top two trusted organizations by the Chronicle of Philanthropy, which is the gold star trade magazine for philanthropy in this country in general. Um, we are currently serving 131 countries in the world. And we've, of course, been serving Danville for 133 years. So lots and lots of history with this organization. How much more challenging is it today than it was before, Melissa? I mean, in terms of a lot of what the Salvation Army does, again, the most high profile thing, of course, is the red kettles and ringing the bells and raising the money that, that helps people get through uh, with their lives. Uh, how much harder is that today to find the volunteers to ring the bells, et cetera? I know you're grateful for every single person that does step up. Sure. Well, you know, I, I think one of the great things about the Salvation Army is that <clears throat> it really, and, and one of the things that makes it so sustainable is that it really looks at each individual community. It looks at the county and says, okay, what are the most needs in this particular county? And so the programs and services, they kind of bend and shape to meet those needs of that specific community. And there's no doubt that uh, bell ringers and volunteers have been an issue for every organization worldwide with COVID. There's just no doubt about that. And so it does make it more difficult when we don't have the volunteers to be able to raise the funds to support the programs and services that help the community. And uh, even if people can't give you know, financially to support the organization. There are lots of ways to get involved for volunteerism just to help support those efforts. What we found out as, as it particularly pertains to bell ringers, we found this out last year the hard way um, where we don't have a bell ringer next to a red kettle, we don't have funds. You know, uh, unfortunately people don't notice the kettle, they just walk right past it and it's not well, intentional. Well, that's yeah. that's human nature. It's, it's a lot easier for me to walk by an anonymous red kettle than it is for a person standing there ringing a bell saying Merry Christmas Absolutely. <laughs> and being very, you know, it's, it's a lot you're like, oh, I really better give. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's so sweet of you. Thank you for that, because there are a lot of people that that is super meaningful for. So I will tell you, um, Major Jason in Danville does such a great job with those kettles. And I've been so impressed with that guy. I mean, I, I'm not kidding you when I say that Major Jason, the executive officer there in Danville, he is working from sunup to sundown, as are many of us, but he is primarily responsible for those kettles. And that guy has just been working nonstop. He's done such a great job putting tinsel around the kettle pole and putting stop, hanging stuff <laughs> from it, just doing everything to make it look beautiful and just make it be seen by people. So Melissa, what does this money get used for? Wonderful. How does that affect me uh, if, I'm, if I'm struggling here in Vermilion County? 
How does this money help me? What do you do? Well, I really appreciate you asking that. So in, in Vermilion County in particular, that money, first of all, I think it's worth mentioning that 82 to 84 cents of every dollar that goes in those kettles goes back to the local community in Vermilion County. So where you give, it stays local to that county and in those communities. Um, in Vermilion County, those funds go towards things like rent assistance and utilities assistance and the food pantry there at the Salvation Army. Um, veterans services, which is really big there in at our Danville facility as well. Um, homelessness services, our Pathway of Pro Hope program, which is specific to break that generational poverty and really kind of get at the root of that, which takes a lot of different shapes depending on the person that we're working with, can be educational related, can be rehabilitation of sorts, um, geared towards single parents specifically. And then we also work with families in that regard as well. So I love that Pathway of Hope program. Um, and also the Emergency Disaster Services, which you know, that is such a great thing. And we have that available in Danville. As a matter of fact, we're going into another training for new emergency disaster response um, volunteers starting in January. And people can sign up for that locally. Um, we did see emergency disaster this year pretty locally in Gibson City, which yes. <clears throat> of course is not Vermilion, but with the flooding there, the Salvation Army um, collected with some local churches and we were on the scene instantly up there. Uh, and deployed from our regional office. So a lot, these funds are really, really important and they help a lot of people in Danville and the community. And of course, the more funds we raise, the more we're able to do as well. And the more need there seems to be. And we're gonna talk about that because that's one of the challenges now for every um, social service organization or those folks who uh, uh, provide charity work or whatever. Um, one of the biggest challenges as the needs just keep growing. So we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about those and how you how you tackle those challenges. We'll do that in just a moment. A Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton on the Zoom call this morning with Melissa Wilhelm, who is Development Coordinator for the Salvation Army in, in Vermilion and Champaign counties. And we're catching up with her a little bit on what all's going on. This is uh, the Salvation Army is always a busy organization, but it certainly is most busy this time of the year as they try to help people get through the holidays who maybe couldn't otherwise. Uh, Melissa, talk for a minute about about challenges, you know, the, the needs, and you were talking about where the money goes and how it's spent here in Vermilion County, the money that's raised in Vermilion County, staying in Vermilion County to meet the needs. How all are you handling the reality that the challenges keep getting worse in a time yeah. when uh, our economy is supposedly thriving? We just have more and more challenges uh, to help people. How are y'all dealing with that? Great, so thank you so much. Our, our 2021 Christmas campaign is, is titled Hope Marches On. And you know, there are so many needs, right? There are so many things to tackle right now as a society. Um, and, and, the, and the hits just keep on coming, it seems like sometimes. Um, 
the Hope Marches On campaign is our holiday fundraiser to basically raise money for those in need during the holiday season. But it's really important to understand that those funds help us help people throughout the entire upcoming year. So it's it's actually much bigger than just Christmas time itself. Um, as life returns to a new normal, for a lot of people this holiday, it's really easy to forget that what we've coined as pandemic poverty still affects a lot of our neighbors in need in Vermilion and Champaign County. Roughly 1.36 million Americans say that they're very likely to face eviction before the end of the year. So that is a huge issue in this country right now. 63% um, of Americans have been living or are living paycheck to paycheck since the pandemic began. Um, you know, these, these statistics, they just keep coming. And we certainly see that at the Salvation Army in Danville and in Champaign. In Danville, we, we have a very small staff there. And so, um, you know, the, the phone there just seems like it's just ringing off the hook. And I will, I'm not too proud to tell you that there's no way that we can help every person that reaches out to us. So we really try to work very closely with the other agencies in the area and the other nonprofits. And we all speak to each other about that and just try to help people as a group as much as we possibly can. I think one of the things that's most important about reminding folks who are listening uh, why those dollar, five dollar, ten dollar bills they stuff in those kettles, why those are so important is that we are a knee jerk reaction society anymore. We react to everything immediately. So uh, if uh, Gibson City gets flooded, everybody reacts and goes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Uh, the media all comes in and everybody pays attention to it. If something happens major here in, in Danville or Vermilion County, everybody descends and it's the media frenzy and everybody goes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that's too bad. And then we all go back to our lives. And what we forget is that um, the, the lives of the people that are affected have been turned upside down. And I think we've done that to some extent with COVID. We've, we're such a part of us now. We're so used to it, unfortunately. We're so used to people dying from it. We're not reacting. And we forget that people will continue to need help because their lives have changed so dramatically because of it. So we forget that part of um, emergency response and tragedy and, and, and the challenges families face sometimes. And, and it's human nature and I understand it, but it's, it's why what you do and what the Salvation Army does is so important that you continue to be there to help people try to put their lives back together again. Yeah, and you know, with the COVID and, and everything that's happened as of late, I think people feel very almost defeated. I mean, we see that there's a, there's a mental health component to all of this that I think is really important to talk about as well. Um, hope is an optimistic state of mind. It is an anticipatory emotion. and. Oops, did we lose you? We want to continue okay. preaching the gospel and, and meeting those mental issues as well. Oh, did I break up there? Yeah, oh, that's sorry. all right, you came well, back. You know, we served almost, did I, I'm so sorry. We served almost 9,000 people this year in Vermilion County, which I think is really important to know. Um, you know, that includes the services that we talked about, of course, the food pantry, the veteran services, homelessness services, social services, rent assistance, toy distribution, just a lot of different things. Um, 
regionally here in central Illinois, that's 500,000 people. And in the United States, that's 1.7 million worldwide, 42 million. So can you imagine the number of lives that are affected if we don't have the funds to continue supporting that and continue growing? It's just really eye-opening to think about not being able to serve those people and I'd like to tell you a little bit about how people can do that, if that's okay, Linda. That's fine. We got about a minute and a half or so left. All right, let's go. So we've got the red kettles, right? We also have virtual kettles that can be found on our website. The link for that, that's a way to give with a contactless, basically, right from your home over the internet. Our website in Danville is sadanville.org. Uh, so please give to a virtual kettle if you don't want to go up to one of the stand-up kettles. We also have counter kettles all over Danville. I've been really busy meeting with business owners and putting those out in various restaurants and things. And so those aren't outside. Those are actually inside near the register somewhere in the store um, and those will take any of our kettles will have a QR code to take Apple Pay, Google Pay, Venmo, PayPal, all of that fun stuff, cryptocurrency. So there's, <laughs> there's certainly lots of ways to give. Um, if you're a business, you can sponsor a kettle where we hang your business sign on the kettle. And our, our big business sponsor in Danville was Tony Stone at State Farm so far. So please reach out to me if you're interested in business sponsorship of the kettles this season as well. And you can re register to ring. You can actually volunteer to help us and ring the bell at the kettles at the international website at registertoring.com. You can pick your location, you can pick your day, you can pick your times. And if you're interested in volunteering with the Salvation Army this year, please reach out to me. I'm Melissa with the Salvation Army in Danville. Uh, my information is on our website as well. So there's just lots of ways to help people in need this season through the Salvation Army in Vermilion County. Melissa, you've just been a wealth of information. I thank you so much. <laughs> For, for being with us this morning and helping people understand the mission of the Salvation Army and the intent and the desire to help people. We thank you for what you all do. And thank you for that uh, 133 years of <laughs> service to, to Vermilion County. It, it matters. If you weren't here, we would feel that loss. And it's important also for people to remember, you know, if it's just a dollar bill, if it's, if it's a couple of quarters, it's okay. Give whatever you can give. You don't have to give a million dollars. Yeah. Just give what you can because and it will Linda, help. Yeah, thank you so much, Linda. And I should have mentioned too that we're gonna do some work on our building. If anyone is interested in volunteering to cup help with some internal painting okay. projects, please reach out as well. Thank Thanks you so again. much, Linda. Okay. Take care. Uh, Merry Christmas. Hope you have a blessed Christmas. Join us tomorrow. Gail Rainey will be with us from Rosecrans. We're going to be talking about uh, methadone, uh, methadone, uh, methamphetamine, and some of the challenges that's presenting on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's talk station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.